If this world today, if this was your last day, what have you passed on to the next generation? What have you taught your children or grandchildren? What have you passed to the next generation? As, as the church, we know in America the home is under attack from the laws the uh, Supreme Court are passing to, that a home can be two men or two women, so the home is under attack from every direction. But as a Christian that believes in the blood of Jesus, what have you passed on to the next generation? What have you left to the next generation? We, we talk about homes. We talk, you, you own it, you buy it, it's yours, you rent it, you lease it, it's yours. In a home, most folk, they'll have cars or automobiles. And it's not just buying them, but you teach your kids you got to keep it running, gas and oil change and tires and tags and insurance and brakes. And I got to rolling that stuff over as I was working on this sermon. I thought, man, it takes a lot just to leave them. Just, just to hold your head above the water, it takes. And then, then your family faces sicknesses and you face situation. Then, then, then children come. They're, they're yours forever. Their needs to love them, to protect them. I'm going to leave all I got to my children. Uh, this is not a sermon, but, but, uh, you know, you say, well, one day I'm going to leave all I got to my babies, but maybe it's a season right now. By the time you go leave this world, your babies are going to have their own. They might need some help right now in this season of their life. They, you might could make their life a little easier right now because perhaps by the time you leave, they'll have their own life made and be prepared for their grandbabies. So you might need to help them a little now. Because they might be well set by them, but you then then to have have the house, you got to spend time with your children. Don't forget them. Uh, 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 the, uh, I remember some people I really love, family in West Virginia. They had not seen their kids or grandkids in two years. And this woman, this precious woman, and she's gone home now, but she was crying. She said, "I haven't seen my kids or grandkids in in two years." And she said, "Will you help me pray, Brother Wynn? She she said, uh, uh, "Nothing real bad. They just got real busy." And, 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 and I said, do they live in another state? She said, no, they live two blocks away. Keep a house going. There's bills. There's upkeep. There's insurance. There's taxes. There's to maintain everything. You got you to gotta keep it clean. Uh, I owe Sheila a million thank yous. I'll start today with one. And she's done left the building with Henry. Henry's left the building. Let's keep it clean. You got to chase it every day. Training your babies, not just you. Uh, can I say one thing about a clean house? Why should I keep my house clean? Because a king lives there. That king is in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your house ought to be his palace for him to live in. I know there's times you get busy and things, and ours is turned upside down now. But then, then your house, you teach your children to decorate it, to, to paint to paint, and do things. And there's stuff going on now I've never heard of before. Sheila started this thing. She likes an accent wall, one wall, different color. Uh, uh, that ain't nothing new. When I was a kid, we'd have a blue wall and a green wall. Whatever wall you found, whatever paint you found at a yard sale, sometime another so they all this stuff they think's new it ain't it's just it they bringing the old back 
But you, uh, hallelujah, you go to, you'd paint something. And I remember building our house, you'd get three walls done, and you'd say, let's, let's go down to Sharon Williams, if they got any mismatched paint for $5. Hey, babe, this color will work. Then you got, then you teach them the pictures on the wall, and, and, uh, and the whatnots, the antiques, and the different things. Then, then your color matches, throw pillows. What's this thing about throw pillows growing up? Throw pillows does with mom and daddy's out of the house. Everybody's throwing pillows. Then they got this new ideal mixed four or five colors in a room. Well, that's not new. 1965, we had an orange couch and a black chair and a red table and a blue wall and a brown wall and an unfinished wall. So with the church, we go here. We're members here. We, we join. This is where we feel the Lord's left us. I want to tie a church and a home together. The, 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 the building the church, the ties, the pay bills, outreaches, support pastor, all the other needs, the yard work, the buildings, all the electric bill, the gas bill, the insurance. The, then we have the, 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 the babies, the kids, the new converts. We help them grow. We love them. Uh, uh, we win the laws. We pray for the six. Counsel marriage, counsel youth, counsel those that are facing addictions. We, we, we attend faithful. We strive to be here Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Tuesday. We strive to get to church on time. These two have so many similarities. I could go on and on and on. With the, same with the home, with the church. There's times we laugh. There's times we cry. Same with the home and the church. There's times there's high mountains, and there's times there's both deep valleys. So the home, the building, the upkeep, the paying bills, the kids, the love and praying for babies loving and enjoying so with the church the buildings paying bills intending so with the home so with the church living right in a generation that claims I want to do it my way still making up your mind I, 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 I just want to live right and I've just now got to my sermon I talked about two things about a home and two things about a church and what I've actually described is a house and a building left out the one major thing and I am afraid I'm afraid I could preach this sermon in hundreds of pulpits across America and it would have went over so good and nobody would have noticed anything but I refuse to give my life to a building to a religion to just a cause I have found a person I have, I have found a reality in a king. You got your house, you got your car, your children, your stuff. But do you love her? What are you passing to the next generation? Daddy, mom, can I talk to you? Church, can I talk to you? We've taught our children how to buy a house, how to buy a car, how to clean a house, how to cook a meal. We've taught our babies how to be faithful to pay your bills, how to keep your integrity, your name, your character, how to guard it. We've taught our church to pay our tithes, live right, be faithful to the house of God, come. Be faithful, stand. But have we loved that husband or that wife in such a way that when you're gone and you're just a memory, that in their hard times and their tough times, when it'd be easy to walk away, when sickness and tragedies and finances and crisis comes, that that baby can look back and say, this is the way my daddy loved my mom. 
This is the way my mom loved my daddy. This is the way they loved Jesus. They didn't quit in storms. They didn't quit in valleys. They didn't quit in hard places. They didn't quit when the enemy come in like a flood. They didn't go to church for the shout. For the name of the recognition, they went because they fell in love with Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 For I preach, would they be about a hundred people that would stand to your feet? Say, Lord, before I walk out of this house today, could I fall in love with you again? In a generation that loves ministry more than they love Jesus. In a generation where you have all services and you preach on motivation and finances and family and outreach. And the name of Jesus is seldom mentioned in, the, in many churches. Hallelujah. When Jesus is just a sermon that's brought up at Easter or Christmas. Would you stir me before I walk out of this house today? And I won't be excited about the building or the van or the yard. Nor the pretty music. But I'll be in love with the Savior, that something in my heart will move. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You buy a house, you, you, you pay bills, you, you, you work it out, you start going to church, attending, paying your tithes, helping other church folk, kind of everyone at church, but do you still love Jesus? Do you still love Jesus? Do you still love Jesus? I, I'm not going to be mean, but I'm going to be blunt. I, we, we babysit and I'm tired, so I'm just going to preach hard. Do you, do you still love Jesus? If you're struggling with living right, if you're struggling with keeping the commandments of the Lord, are you sure you love the Lord? Because if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. He said, when you love me, I'm going to turn something in your heart and you'll want to keep my commandments when you love me I'm going to do something in your heart and you'll want to keep my commandments if you love me keep my commandments hallelujah I believe we look at the commandments all wrong thou shall not steal thou shall not kill thou shall not commit adultery I honor the Sabbath day honor thy father and thy mother that the days may be long on the earth uh, thou shall not covet thy neighbor's stuff his house his wife his thing that, and be, that and all goes on and on and we you know old holiness folk we preach thou shall not but that's not really what these commandments were saying he said you've been in bondage 400 years you've been beat you've been mistreated all you know is a whip but I'm bringing you out with a strong arm and when I'm bringing you out I'm going to heal you I'm going to fight for you and I'm going to deliver you hallelujah you, you've been you've been you just didn't commit adultery just, to, for, just for the pleasure of the sin you committed adultery. You slept with that guard to keep him from beating you. That was your only way to peace, to serenity. You just didn't steal to have something to go home. You stole so you could have something to eat. You stole so your babies could have something decent to wire. But I'm going to be God to you and I'm going to be a strong hand to you and I'm going to bless you in such a way that thou shalt not steal. I'm going to fight for you in such a way. I'm going to give you so much peace. I'm going to give you so much contentment. Thou shalt not commit adultery. I'm going to give you so much serenity. It's not going to be a desire. It's not going to be a daily warfare. It's not going to be a daily battle. It's not going to be a struggle. Thou shalt not. If you'll fall in love with me, I'll fall in love with you. If you'll draw not to me, I'll draw not to you. If you'll seek me, I'll chase you. If you'll run after me, I'll run after you. So it 
So if your every day is just a struggle to live right, you fell in love with church, but you've never found this man Jesus. Hallelujah. Church can give you two hours. Church can kind of pick you up and help you. But church can't go home with you at the middle of the night. But this man Jesus, you find at church. Hallelujah. He don't disappear when you walk out of the building. He don't quit holding you when the piano stops and the preacher lays down the microphone. If you ever fall in love with this man Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I preach this for 25 years and not many people want to hear it but we've got a generation that's in love with ministry they're in love with worship they're in love with church but they forgot about Jesus hallelujah 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 That little piece of wood down there that I've called my home for since 1988 89 my little bride, my little Sheila never walked in that place again it would mean nothing to me be satisfied with the building if you want to I want the person be satisfied with organized religion if you want to, I want the person, be be satisfied with old dead religion if you want to, I want to find the creator, I want to find the lily of the valley, I want to find Emmanuel, I want to find the prince of peace and the king of kings and the lord of lords, I want to find Jesus Could one person say he's preaching good? Okay. Now I'm going to stop preaching. I'm going to take me a three-minute break. I'm going to let you preach. Turn, turn around and tell somebody, it's your time to preach. Okay. Now it's your turn to preach. Here's your, here's your sermon. You've got to stay on text with me. You, can't, you can't, can't go off now. You've got to stay on text with me. John, 1 John four nineteen twenty. We love him because he first loved us. Just turn around and preach that to somebody. He loved us. I ain't gonna let you get mad at me or God. I'm gonna let you get mad at yourself. So you gotta preach this now. If a man say, I love God and hate his brother, he is a liar. If there's anybody you hate, do you love God? Stop moving in here right now. Hallelujah. 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 Turn around and preach that to somebody. If there's anybody you hate, do you love God? If there's anybody you hate, hallelujah. I don't know about you. This makes me want to get this altar. Hallelujah. 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 I was awake at four o'clock this morning going through scars and hurts, plumb back to childhood. And I said, God, I don't want anything against anybody. I want my heart to be clean. I want my heart to be pure. I want, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish somebody would reach for him right now. Hallelujah. I talk about getting real with God. I talk about when it's just you and God. I talk about, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody reach for him right now. I know you got hurt and I know you got lied to and I know your heart broke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may have to run from them. You don't have to go put your feet under their table. But if you hate them, can you love God? 
But Brother Wynn, you don't know my story. No, but I know his story. They drove nails in his hands and he loved them. They spit on him and he loved them. They crucified him and he loved them. They stripped him. They stripped him. They shamed him and he loved them. And I feel something in here right now. Hallelujah. 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 America, thanks America. Can I tell you why the divorce rate is so high in America? Because they forgot what real love is. Real love is not just the excitement of intimacy and goose feelings and, and happy and chills and laughter. Real love is commitment. I'll love you when sickness comes and I'll love you when trouble comes. Because love is not a feeling. Love's an act of my will. Love is my commitment. Love is I'm going to stand with you. Love is I'm going to believe in you. Love is I'm going to treat you right. Something's moving in this room right now. Love is let others walk away. I am committed to you. I will stand with you. I will be good to you. I'll honor you. I'll respect you. What are we passing to our 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 next generation? What are we passing to our next generation? What are we passing to our next generation? What are we passing to our next generation? We're all doing different outreaches. We're doing different things besides what we're doing in this building. I found a family I'm really reaching for. If God don't help me, I'm totally failing and I'm trying so hard, but I'm totally failing. This family will get on fire and they'll be in church for a week somewhere, another area. They'll go to church for a while. They'll just get so on fire and they'll just, I mean, you just, if you're a stranger and you walked in, you'd think there's the leaders of the church and it's the first time they've been there. First time they've attended four services a month in five years. But when they get in, they really get in. They just really get in. When they get out, they really get out and they're out more than they are in. And then I talked to him and, and I just, just sat him down, got, went to him, I talked to him and I said, what's going on? He said, well, he said, ain't that big a deal. This is the way daddy raised us. Daddy and mom was in and there's out and there's up and there's down and this is all we know. This is all we know. It wasn't enough for the conversation in there. But I said, don't, don't you see what I'm trying to say? I said, you've caught this pattern. Now you're passing it to your babies. Hallelujah. 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 I am so glad. I am so glad Sheila didn't leave me every time I've got on her nerves. I am so glad Sheila didn't leave me every time I've disappointed her. I am so glad Sheila stood with me when we had no grocery money. I am so glad that Sheila stood with me when we prayed and it didn't turn around. I am so glad that Sheila stood with me when the bills were due and we were preaching in little churches and the offer was $14.50. 
$14 and we didn't know what we were going to do. I am so glad that Sheila stayed with me the year we preached and slept in our van with the baby 62 times so we could preach the gospel. I am so glad Sheila stood with me when we had nothing to eat except garlic bologna and a loaf of bread and some hot mustard with water. I am so glad Sheila stood with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am so glad my daddy stood with the Lord when cancer was eating his leg. I am so glad my daddy stood with the Lord when I was a little boy and there was no food on the table and no bills to pay. I am so glad my daddy stood with the Lord when he was spitting up blood preaching the gospel. Thought it was black lung from the coal mine cave for about six months. My daddy taught me loving God is not a feeling. It's not loving him in easy times. It's not loving him when everything's smooth. It's not hallelujah. I wish somebody would help me have church right now. Oh, hallelujah. I wish somebody would help me have church right now. What are we passing to this next generation? What are we What's this next generation going to have that we've left behind? I can't afford to lose, Lord. you got to help me make it right. If he follows me, then Lord, I need to follow you. If I'm a living example of these children and grandchildren, I need a whole lot of your love. And if the steps I take, it's going to influence them forever. I cannot afford to lose. Lord, you got to help me. Make it right. I cannot afford to lose. You got to help me. You got to help me. I don't know about you. I'm here today. I'm saying, God, I want you to help me. I want you to help me. You're the God of the living. If our babies are still alive, there's a change God can turn it around. There's a change God can move. There's an opportunity for God to move. Preaches toward the home. Don't talk about the church. You ought to hug and kiss your little old spouse every day before you leave the house. You ought to start your day worshiping the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blowing kisses to Jesus. You're King of kings and Lord of lords. You're Emmanuel. You're the first and the last and the beginning and the end. You're the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're the prettiest nugget today I've heard lately. He has cast our sins away from us. Did you notice he did not say as far as the north is from the south? Did you did you ever notice that he said if cast your sins away as far as the east is from the west? When you go when you when you start going north and you get you get up to the equator, it stops right then and you start going south. Then when you when you go south and you get down to the equator, it stops right then. You can't just keep going south, you start going north. But 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 if you if you had a jet and you leave and you start going east, you can get all the way around and just keep going east. It'll just keep going and going and going. He said, I've cast your sins so far away, the devil can chase and try to find them, he'll never find them. Hallelujah. 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 
Somebody ought to shout right now, my sins are gone. My sins are gone. My sin, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Got another sermon I'm walking, working on right now. It's Brother Jerry's first terrorist testimony here when he said, there is therefore no condemnation. Hallelujah. To them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Somebody ought to hold their head up and say, whom the Son has set free, he's free indeed. Hallelujah. His blood was enough. Hallelujah. I don't I don't need another substitute. I don't need another Savior. I don't need to add to it. I just need to accept the blood of Jesus that washes away all my sin. I just need to accept the blood of Jesus that cleanses me. We were in town for a little while yesterday. And I called Babe on the phone. She's in the store. I'm in the same store. I called her on the phone. She said, anything wrong? I said, Jeff, I just need to tell you I love you. I think you need to call Jesus a little bit more. I'm too anointed to quit now, so I know I'm going to get in trouble. Some of you only call him when you're in trouble. Some of you, some of you, you you, you act like you got a only a dime at the old pay phones. I can make one call. I said, I ain't gonna call till I have an emergency, and you don't. You won't talk to him till you have an emergency. As long as everything's going good and you're a good person and you're kind, but you don't ever talk to him unless, uh, unless something's going on, some trouble or sickness or trials or death. But every once in a while, you ought to pick up that phone and say, Hey, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, I, I know you. You know, you always call me when you're in trouble and somebody's sick or trouble. No, Jesus, no, ain't nobody sick. Ain't nobody. Well, why'd you call? I just called to tell you you're altogether lovely. I've called to tell you from the rising of the sun to the going down to the same, hallelujah. I, I, I feel like being blunt right now. If you don't ever call him just to tell him he's precious to you, are you sure you really love him? Or is life trying to steal your love from him? And you fell in love with church and you've lost your desire for Jesus. You fell in love with religion and the excitement of the meeting, but you've lost your passion and compassion and desire for Jesus. Lord, let an anointed fall in this house. Lord, let an anointed fall in this house. Wake that, like, wake that soul inside of us. Wake that desire inside of us. Wake that hunger and that thirst inside of us. Sir, don't you remember? You weren't making $12, $20 an hour like you are now. But don't you remember you get around there and you're just thinking, what can I do to please her? What, what, can, what can I get her? What can, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And when you walked away from her, you didn't forget her. You, you, you know how? You know how I know in the next year or two, I'm going to be sitting in the office counseling you about your marriage, begging you not to leave. It's because the time I talk with you, some of you never bring up the name of your spouse. You set them way back there on the shelf somewhere, and you only think about them when you're around them. If you really love somebody, their name will come up every once in a while. 
Oh, I felt the presence of the Lord right then. Hallelujah. 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 If you can go to work, and I, I know you're going to reach more people being a spanker than you will a fire hydrant. You're not going to go to, you're not going to go on your job with lost souls and preach heaven and hell and win people. But if you can let them see your love for the Lord, but if you really love him every once in a while, it's going to slip up. I sure do love it. It's going to slip out. I sure do love Jesus. Every once in a while, it's going to slip out. You know, I was in a hard place and he brought me out. You know, I, I, I think I was, I was beyond help and he helped me. I think I, I hallelujah, they thought I'd went too far. Every once in a while, if you really love him, he's going to come up in a conference. If you really love him. Sir, you want to bring romance back to your marriage? Daughter, you want to bring romance back to your home? Riding down the road, just every while, reach over and just get a hold of their hand. A little touch can melt a lot of stress. Just walking through a store, just reach over, can, melt, can do a lot of healing. Bring a lot of joy. How often do you push to touch Jesus? Do you only try to touch him in the house of God? Must you have a crowd applaud you before you can touch him? Must you have folk around you urging you on before you can touch him? Must you, must you have an audience before you would hold hands with your spouse? Must you have an audience before you would touch this King of kings and Lord of lords? Hallelujah. 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 If you do, it's not a relationship. It's more of just, just a friendship or a kinship. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a unity. If it's a unity, if, if it's a real relationship, you don't have to have nobody around to watch what you're doing. You don't have to have nobody around to applaud you or pat you on your back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How long has it been since you were riding down the road, turn the radio off, pull the CD out and just say, Jesus, I just want to touch you for a moment. I just want you to come in this vehicle. How long has it been since you've turned off I love Lucy, walking to your house vacuum and say, Jesus, I want you to come in your walk with me today. Hallelujah. I need somebody to help me preach when somebody stand to your feet. Say, Lord, I want my desire back to touch you. I want my desire back. Hallelujah. Something's slipping away. And if I let it slip away, what am I going to have to give to the next generation? If they watch me lose it, how am I going to help them? If they watch me let it go, how am I going to affect them? If they watch me, let it slip away. So I, I love Karen Henry. Love being around. I'm not comfortable feeding them. I just, they gagged her choke. I'd be running to Sheila anyway, so she might as well do it. So, so I have to get, I'll get everything ready. And then she's feeding him and I'm talking about getting ready for church. So I go to the dryer. The dryer was full, so I get them out and I start folding these. Most of them are mine anyway. I'm folding clothes. And and uh, and I'm not doing it only because I love her and want to make her load lighter. 
No other reason. And because I love her. I, I would not flow throw, just, just drink a Coke and throw the cup down in her house. I think this house is more important than his house. I'm going to get real personal. But how can you throw trash on the church floor and say you love the Lord? How can you be disrespectful in the house of the Lord and say you love the King? How can you throw stuff down in the parking lot? If you love him, you want to throw clothes every once in a while. Hallelujah. 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 This is where I'm different from most preachers. I've hit a cold place. Most preachers jump over and I'm going to stay here a minute. If you love him, if you love him, you just don't look for the giggle and the laughter. You want to do that that's pleasing to him. Hallelujah. 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 Sir, I'm begging you. Start this back again. Resurrect common courtesies in your home. That you married a lady. Start opening the car door for her again. Highly pull out her chair at the diner table every once in a while. Offer her arm while you're walking downstairs and help her put her coat on. Just just common courtesies. Don't you remember common courtesies? You used to read your Bible every day. Don't you remember common courtesies? You used, you used to pray every day. Don't you remember common courtesies? Hallelujah. You used to worship every day. Lord, I'm not on my way to hell. Hallelujah. 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 As Michael was talking about the thousands and the thousands, even within church, what they had to pay to get Carol home, Lord, to get me born. It didn't cost a thousand dollars. It cost a nail in this hand, a nail in this hand. It cost a spear in your side. It cost a crown of thorns on your head. It cost a multitude around you laughing and mocking and railing you. Said, if you who you are come down, you said, I can't come down. I'm buying Anthony. I'm purchasing Anthony back. I'm dying for Anthony's sin. Would somebody lift your heads and thank him out loud? He deserves my common courtesy. He deserves my common courtesy. He deserves. Just to say thank you, Jesus, for his mercy, kindness is great toward us and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Hallelujah. 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 I know every little family's got certain little things they like. One of our little things for two or three years now is if, if we're going to Sunday, and it don't always work out, I try to, but what, whatever our schedule is, if we got the day we head to Virginia, I knew we had to get up about five something, but whatever time, I know Sheila's going to get up if I can. I try hard to get up 15 minutes before and before she wakes up, reach her a cup of coffee. That's just, just one of our little things, and, and, it, and it's a Bible thing. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Hebrews, Hebrews. <laughs> Didn't say she bruises, it said Hebrews. So it's a Bible thing. 
So, so before our day starts, and then we, then we try to have at least 10 or 15 minutes, and that don't always work out. Just to sit with her, drink our coffee, and just, just start our day out. How much more should I start my day with this king? If I love him, and I like what I feel moving in here right now, how much more? How much more? I, I ain't preaching this to be hard on nobody. I'm trying my best to help somebody. But would you reach over and touch somebody? Would you ask the Lord, give us back our first love? Stir our first love. Stir, stir. Hallelujah. When I first went to the altar, and I fell in love with you. It wasn't a bunch of do's and don'ts and a bunch of just I just fell in love with you, Lord. I just loved you. I just fell in love with you. I just want to fall in love with you again, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm gonna preach a while, but this altar's open if anybody wants to come before I make the comment. I just want to fall in love with you, Lord. I just want to fall in love with you, Lord. I just want to fall in love with you, Lord. I'm, I'm going to make a rough statement. You're going to have to go home and rethink and rethink and rethink. You, somebody's going to wrestle with this. But I'm going to make you a statement. Everybody says the devil's trying to get me out of church. The devil's not trying to get you out of church. They millions of people sitting in the church going to hell. He don't care if you go to church or not. He's trying to steal your love for Jesus. Hey, hey church building ain't going to save nobody. Going to church ain't going to help nobody. If you don't fall in love with Jesus, if you don't meet Jesus, it's not just that he's trying to get you out of church. He's trying to steal your love for Jesus and God is a northern little country preacher to stand here and say today we got to have something to pass to this next generation and devil you may get my car and my shoes but you can't have my love for Jesus you can't have my heart for Jesus hallelujah 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 Remember, Paul been throwing this state back and forth, and I really starting to like it. You mean to tell me that if it came to it, you'd take your gun and you'd fight for your piece of property? You'd take your gun and you'd fight for the safety of your house? You mean to tell me you'd take your gun and you'd fight for certain things, and then you'll let the devil take your love for the Lord, and you won't even fight over it? If you're willing to fight for that, how much more should we fight for my walk with Jesus? How much more if I'm willing to fight for that, if I'm willing to pick up arms and and stand for that, how much more should I pick up my weapon of prayer and say, devil, you're not going to get my love for Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I know only only a few hear what I'm saying right now, but I I hear alarm going off in somebody's spirit. God sent this little preacher to wake me. God sent this little preacher to shake me today. God sent this little preacher and tell me if I don't get my love back for Jesus I'm not going to last if I don't get my love back for Jesus there's going to be something pull me away and draw me away I got to fall in love with him again I got to make up my mind live or die sink or swim I'm going to love him he's the lifter of my hand he's the lily of my valley he's my bright and morning star he's my hope in a troubled land he's my peace in a generation of conflict he's my healer he's my deliverer he's my strong shot tower the Lord is my shepherd and I I shall not want devil you can't get my stuff but you can't have my love for Jesus you may take my stuff but you can't have my heart for Jesus yeah. would somebody tell him out loud would somebody cry out loud devil you can't have my love for Jesus
Hey, Jesus. I love you, Lord. I love you. I need you. And I want you. I love you. I need you. And I want you. I love you. I need you. And I want you. Can we say it out loud? I love you. I need you. And I want you. I love you. I need you. And I want you. I love you. Somebody say it louder than anybody else. I love you. I need you. And I want you. I want you. I love you. I need you. And I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you. I love you, I want you, and I need you. I love you, I want you, and I need you. I love you, I want you, and I need you. I saw it just like watching a picture. I saw Jesus step out in 2019 and walk in church after church. And I saw him standing in this room and saying, do you love me? Lovest thou me? Lovest thou me? Lovest thou me? It was like watching a picture. And I didn't know what congregation it was. It wasn't this one. I did see him walk in here and ask the question. I did not see the response. But I saw one place. He dropped his little head and just walked out of the building. It must have been a sad response. Hallelujah. 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 I want to, I want to preach easy. I'm closing now. But worship is a billion dollar industry. Over a billion dollars was spent last year on worship music and on worship concerts. A billion dollars. A billion dollars. Churches, churches, mega churches bring in hundreds of millions of dollars. And and, 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 and some of it is just literally touching the world and making a huge difference. But right in the middle of it, I'm afraid there's a generation that's rose. They fell in love with the, with the essence and the presence of worship and they fell in love with church and they fell in love with bishops and apostles and and, and, and and they fell in love with pastors and evangelists but some of them have lost their heart toward Jesus hallelujah hallelujah but I'm telling you and I'm warning you when the doctor's shaking his head the preacher can't turn it around and the ministry can't turn it around but there is a man called Jesus who has bruised the head of Satan there is a man called Jesus who stopped at a whipping post there is a man called Jesus hallelujah who cried, it is finished. Hallelujah. Would you stand to your feet? And if you'd be so kind, would you bow your head? And would you just ask him, Lord? Lord, I want to feel that tenderness again that I've not felt in a while. I want to feel. Hallelujah. Come back to the music. I want to feel my heart. I, I, I want to feel my first love. Take me back, oh God. Take me back, oh God. In the busyness, I lost something. In our house, paying insurance and fighting termites and 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 and, 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 and all the upkeep, car insurance and, and and tires and gas bill, we lost something. In the church, fighting devils and facing storms, somebody lost something. 
to fail, you speak to my heart. If I pour my heart out and preach the best I could, and I've really tried, Lord, that there would be a presence and there would be an anointing that would fall in this house. That we would, something would revive, something would renew, something would surface that we could pass to this next generation. If I've spoke to your heart at all, those of you that would, would you slip out of your seat and come and stand in this altar with me? Say, Lord, I want you to revive something in me to pass to this next generation, Lord. Oh, God. I don't want my babies just to remember that I provided for mom and I gave them a good living. I want them to remember I love mom. I don't want my baby, I don't want my church family to remember. I just went to church and paid my tithes, but I was in love with Jesus. I love the Lord. I loved him in my mountains and my valleys, and I loved him in the sunshine and the rain, and I loved him in good times and tough times. I, I fell in love with Jesus. Opening these altars. About 20 others ought to come. Would you come? What are you leaving the past to this next generation?
trembling and tears of yearning. Hallelujah. To the throne of grace, to seek your face, Lord, I'm burning. I'm longing for Oh, 
Lord, I'll serve you. 